0: Thank you for once again tuning in to St. John's Missionaries Baptist Church podcast. Listen to Pastor Michael H.L. Robinson Sr. bring you the word. And I mean, he is going to bring you the word on this podcast that the Lord has given him. This podcast is titled Too Busy for the Lord. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And like always, be blessed.
1: Day when I was lost Jesus died died on the cross And I know it was the blood Save me He never said a mumbling word He never said a mumbling word never said a mumbling word for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross, and I know it was the blood. coming back again, oh, he's coming back, coming back again for me. Well, one day when I was lost, Jesus died on, on the cross. Well, I know it was the blood.
0: to come to you God and we thank you God for just dwelling within us and we thank you God for allowing your spirit to be among us this morning we ask now Lord God you give us strength for this hour God open our ears O oh Lord God this hour open our hearts God this hour God and as you give us strength as you open our hearts and our ears God we pray master that you Lord God would just have thine way oh Lord God we do ask now Lord God that you would allow these services to be placed in your hands O oh Lord God and hold us now, God, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Certainly, we do. Um, once again, we bless you and we tell God thank you for each and every one of you. Amen. And I'm turning to the deacons. Amen. We're most grateful. Amen. For the selection of what you've done this morning. Amen. Our hats off to you. Amen. 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 And we do pray that God will continue to bless you. Amen. And I'll say this as the Lord kind of pricks my heart with this. Amen. Whenever you know we're doing for the Lord and we're trying to do more and we're trying to do better, um, the enemy he always show up. Yeah. And so if he touched your heart this morning, I just need you to rebuke him and stand firm on God. Amen. Because we're all doing kingdom work here. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And just uh, the word of God lets us know yeah. that when the Spirit's speaking to the church, you know if we have an ear. Um, To hear we need to hear what the Spirit's saying to us. So listen to what the Lord is saying to you this morning Amen out of those words. Those not written anywhere in here. Amen. We ain't have them anywhere But just listen to what I'm saying. Don't go back and say anything to anybody. Don't inquire Just allow the Lord to search your heart and just listen to what the Lord is saying this morning. Amen. 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 Thank you Lord for your word Amen, even now we we draw your attention very quickly over to um, Luke chapter 9 and uh, we're gonna read beginning at verse 57 and it reads, and it came to pass that as they went into the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the son of man have not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury the dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another said also, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go and bid farewell to them which are at home at my house. Mm. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Father God, use us now, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our thought this morning is too busy for God. Amen. Too busy for the Lord. Too busy for Jesus. Amen. Y'all, we just too busy. Amen. Um, But the world that we live in, we find that busy has become a buzzword for success. Years ago, we found that we was trying to get away from the busyness of life you know when you live the a, a rural life many of you um, we can identify the time where things weren't as busy we worked on a farm you went to school you had the time to rest you had the time to play and you always sought how to be not busy but as time has drawn on we find where even where the Lord has told us to have a Sabbath days rest there's no rest even on the sabbath day why because we're just we're too busy you have many folk um they'll find themselves even on a sunday morning or if the folk who celebrate the sabbath on a saturday on that day they going to the job and um, they're finding a way to catch up on things on sundays they're finding a way to catch up on the things that it was too busy to do during the week Um, You find that they're not getting paid for overtime, but they're doing that work because they're just too busy to do it um, otherwise. And even those of us who are believers, um, the average Christian, if you were to call them and ask them to do something that's not scripted, not scheduled in the course of the week, say, Brother Pastor, I'm too busy to do this. I just don't have time to do this. Why is that so? Because busy has become... The buzzword for success. When you talk to my, um, you ask them how they're doing. Years ago, mother, you would ask me, say, "I'm doing fine. How are you?" Today, they'll say, "I'm busy." Busy seem to make them believe that they have it all going on. Some folk came in; they're not busy doing anything. They're just busy sitting around. But in their mind, they're too busy, amen, to do anything. Amen. I call that laziness, amen. Um, but we find um, that the word lets us know that we cannot find ourselves too busy for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, in verse 57 of Luke chapter 9, the scripture says, And it came to pass that as he went in the way a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. Every now and then we find that people are quick to commit themselves to following the Lord and they are not concerned about how busy they are but we find that too many people will allow the busyness of life to get in the way over in Hai chapter 1 verse 5 he says now therefore thus says the Lord of hosts he says consider your ways now when the Lord tells us to consider our ways the first thing he's doing is saying hey look at what you're doing he's telling this something is awry in this case here amen priorities are not in order church we've got to find ourselves amen not making christ a priority but we gotta make christ the priority amen we can't say well christ i'm gonna fit you in where i can amen many folk that not here this morning, not because of number restrictions, but they're too busy. God says so we got to consider our wage. There's many folk, amen, with the technology we have today, you should be able to ride in your car and listen to the Word of God. You should be able to sit at your home, amen, even right now, look at Facebook and see what's going on. But say, well, Brother Preacher, I'll catch you at 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock, or I'll catch you as my next shift because I'm too busy to to take a look at you right now, amen. Brother Preacher, don't you know it's Sunday and i got to put the big dinner on? I don't have time to do this, amen. Brother Preacher, I don't have time to visit. Nobody on Sunday morning because I got too much to do. The Lord says, Consider your ways. The Lord speaks of oh, Amen over in and He's telling me man, that you're doing all of these things. You have your houses in order, but my church, my temple, it's awry. Now, now we've been doing a pretty good job not patting us on the back, but giving God glory for what He's allowed us to do in this place. But notice, amen, we move from our physical houses to this here house of this tabernacle, this temple of God. We're not, amen, taking care of our temples of God the way we're supposed to. Why? Because we're too busy with the busyness of life. What is busyness? Amen. That means you're finding something to engage yourself in. Once again, we, 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 we think that makes us successful because we're so busy we can't fit nothing else in, brother preacher. I'll help y'all, but I got to get some things off my my plate. Notice now, if you will, amen, when you find yourself busy doing the work of the Lord, amen, when you find yourself not being idle, amen, for the world, amen, being idle against God, amen, when you find yourself, amen, being busy for God, amen, there's always room on your plate for the Lord. Somehow, some way, amen, God will make a way for things to be all right. Just the way, amen, he opened that sea for the children of Israel to walk through. He'll open all that mess that you got in your life that he can come on into your heart, amen. But you've got to allow God to come in and not allow the busyness of life to take control of you. But notice what the young man said, amen. He said, Lord, I'll follow you anywhere you go. I'll follow you anywhere you go. Notice what he did not do. And here's the problem that a lot of us have. He did not consider what the cost was of following the Lord. He was just ready to do it. Many of you say, well, brother preacher, I'm going to do whatever God tell me. I'm going to go where God tell me to go. But here's the truth of the matter. All right now, here is the absolute truth of the matter. You're going where you want to go and not where God wants you to go at. Why? Because we're busy with life. Now, this young man, amen, he was not ready. So I ask you this morning, are you ready to follow God? Are you ready to stop being so busy with your own business and become busy for God? Amen. Get on God's agenda and not your own. Something I found in life, not just my life, but in the life of believers. When you have an agenda for God, God always makes a way. God always makes way. Notice what Luke says over in 14 and 28. He says, for which of you... Intending to build a tower, sit it not down first and count at the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it. Notice this young man, the first one, amen, at one script it said, hey, a certain man, and then another script they say, a scribe, a certain scribe just came. But it's just a certain person came without considering. He was not ready to do what the Lord wanted to do. Notice what the Lord tells him, amen. Notice what the Lord says, amen, in the verses preceding, excuse me, following what he said. In verse 58, amen, of Luke 9, he says, and Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. See, that young man, he just thought, oh, I see Christ walking along. He's doing miracles. That man. He's raising the dead. Man. He's feeding folk. He's doing all of these things. I will follow him. Maybe a little bit of that rub off on me. See, see he, he didn't count the cause man, of what's going to cause him to follow Christ. The Bible tells us that, man, that when you start following Christ, that man, you're going to have some trouble coming in life. And see, that's why we become busy with everything else because we realize when we lay everything down for the Lord, trouble's gonna come. Yeah. Trouble's gonna come knocking on your door. Notice, too often, just as a certain man described, one is quick to verbally commit without knowing the cause of committal. Many folk, Mother, you've seen it down through the years, they join the church today. You don't see them tomorrow. Am I right about it? They, they, they're joined the day and they're faithful for a little while. Because they got what they want. That's the truth of the matter. They've got what they want out of the church, but they don't realize they've got nothing out of God yet because they have not counted. But brother, I can't come every Sunday. The boss game is some overtime. They weren't ready. Are you ready to lay your life down for the Lord? Are you ready to follow God wherever he go? That's what the man said. Yeah. But Christ said, you got to consider it, amen. He said, amen, I don't have anywhere to lay, Man. In other words, amen, Wherever I go, amen, it doesn't blow, even though God owns everything, y'all. Don't get it twisted. I don't have a house to lay down. I've got to keep moving because I've got to be about my father's business. Uh, we must make the decision have the Lord as I said earlier as our priority and then follow him following Christ has a price but there's also a benefit the Word of God tells them amen, that we need to take up our cross and follow Christ. We've got to take it up every single day. That means Christ has to be our priority. When our eyes open in the morning, when our feet hit the floor, when we start moving about, I I don't care whose job you're going to, what yard you're going to rake, amen. If you are going to meditate outside, be ready to think on God. God, what do you have me to do today? Y- 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 y'all tell the Lord, say, Lord, I need you to order my steps. But then when you start ordering steps, amen, you say, well, God, that ain't the way we need to be going. Wait a minute, who's the boss? Y'all remember that show way back then, who was the boss? Yeah. See, we think, mean that we're the boss of God. Yeah. See, these young folk, they'll tell you real quick now. Mm-hmm. See, y'all got some of them sassy children. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all got one in your family. And they'll tell you real quick, you ain't the boss of me. And I heard some of them tell their mom and daddy that. And their mom and daddy laughed. See, God ain't laughing when we try to be the boss of him. Because God said, I paid the cost to be the boss of me. I'm the one that sent my son to die. I'm the one that let him die on the cross. And I'm the one raised him up I paid the cost. When you were yet in your sins, Christ died for you. You're not the boss of God. But are you ready to follow him? He says, amen, in Matthew 5 and 10, he says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. There's a benefit and there is some trouble that comes along with it. But with that, we've got to put Christ first. We've got to put Christ first. Too often, Christ, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, his ways, his agenda, it's an afterthought. God, I'll I'll do your will if I take care of all this stuff and let's look at the stuff that we put before God notice what the one young man said well Lord I will follow you but I need to go bury my father and and Christ said very clearly to him let the dead bury the dead see if I told some of y'all that today y'all y'all kicked me out of church Y'all say, brother, but you gotta y'all know I'm right about it. You say, Brother but you gotta go. Right, we gotta we gotta put him out. Uh, advisor we gotta get rid of He's talking about, let my father be buried by the dead folk. Am I right? The children saying it's okay. I know I'm right about it. And see, I don't need an amen from nobody, amen, because I know I'm telling what God says to say. But here's the thing about it, man. He said let the dead bury the another one. He said, stop trying to take care of all these family affairs and everything and put me behind you. And as Christ said, I need to go and bury my father. We've got a lot of things, amen, that we need to bury, amen, that we can follow God. But we want to allow God to bury and get him out of our life. We got mess. We got hatred. We got sin, amen. We got wrong thought. We got wrong prayers, We got wrong deeds, amen. We got wrong people in our lives, amen. And you're not ministering to them, amen. You're allowing them to minister mess to you. These folks are coming with excuse after excuse, why? Because Christ was not number uno in their life. Who's your number one? The average if I ask him, my husband, my wife, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my, boyfriend, my child, my this, that, that you know, big mom, she's my number one. You know you my all, you know you it. Very, very few folk would say, God is my number one. He's the center of my joy. He's the reason I live. He's the reason I breathe. He's the reason I, the reason I have my being. Without him, I'm nothing. That when God is your first. The word asks the question, you know, why do you love God? And we respond, I love him because he first loved me. Even though He made this old world and we corrupted and we destroyed this world, God still loved us then. Notice again the scripture, amen, that God keeps bringing back to us, amen. He says, when we were yet dead in our sins and trespasses, that's when He died for us. Too often we'll find things we want to just cling to them amen because they've done so much for us but not God not God why? Because he's not first. We have all these other things that make us busy in life and we' push Christ down in number two, three, four, five six, seven eight, nine, ten and he see he's 10 on some of y'all's plate and y'all only got the five things on there It's sad that we're so busy in life. Why? I looked at this one young man. He made a made a statement about why people are so busy. He says that busyness is a badge of honor. For y'all young folk, it's trendy. I'm um, business on the job. That's job security. If I don't do this here, when it's time for the action coming, they gonna get rid of me, amen? Um, I have a fear of missing out. That's why I'm so busy. Ooh, thank you, Lord God. Some of us church folk, we're so busy going to program after program after program after program. Oh, brother preacher, you're old. It's outdated. We ain't having church in person no more. That's right. you all so busy going the Facebook page other the Facebook page and church on church online and you're not seeking God. Yeah. Brother preacher, did you see me in the number today? That preacher cannot put you in heaven. You got to say, God, did you see me bending my knees and crying out to you today? God, did you see me when I was out there working for you? God, did you see me when to help someone along the way? Not because you're not born to be recognized. See, for some of us, business has become a filler. And this is sad here, church. We have the opportunity to fellowship with God all the time on the regular. But all of a sudden, Mother, when we find that we got an empty space in there, Brother Richard, they are gonna slide God. Well, God, I got five minutes. I'm gonna give you five. I gotta break and I gotta get back in. I gotta to get to it. God, I gotta to, got to put my nose in the grinder. God does not want that field time. I heard this one old man, um, his son would give him a call every day when he was headed to work. Y'all say, that's good. Every single day his son got on the road. But if another call came in, son got the phone. When the son got to his destination, he got on the phone. When he just had time to do everything else, he did everything else and put his father last. That's what we do with God. Well, God, I got a few minutes, so I'm going to call you up, God. Well, God, I ain't got nothing to do today. I ain't got nobody to wear. I got to be there at 10, so I got a little time, God. God don't want to be your last. God wants to be your first. God did not make you an afterthought. So why are you making God an afterthought? Notice, oh thank you God, notice what God did when he was creating everything. He created the heavens, he created the earth, I mean, he created man, and he made man dominion, gay man of everything. But notice, amen, God made us the crowning jewel, amen, and God came down. It don't say that God went down to fellowship with the cows and the trees and the lamb and the oxen, but it says in the cool of the day, amen, God walked through, amen, talking with Adam, amen, every single day. That means you are a pride of a God and God, he sits high, he looks low, he reigns on the Jesuit, amen. he looks upon every single thing. There's no bird, sis, that could fly without God allowing it to fly. There's no ocean that will move without God just allowing it to move. I mean, the sun wouldn't rise without God. But notice now, in all of that, God is still taking care of you. God is not too busy for you. So why are you so busy for God? Let's get right, church. Let's get things in order, man. Get your priorities right. God I am today putting your son Jesus Christ first. I'm allowing him to take his rightful place in my life. God, I've committed my life to you. I said, I will follow you, just like this man. He said, I will follow you, Lord. When we gave our hand to the preacher, when we gave our heart to God, we said, God, I will follow you well wherever you go. But. Sadly, many of us, like the one who needed to go take care of his father, like the one who needed to go and take care of his affairs at home, like the one who had to go look at his business, like the rich young ruler when Christ told him, you know, sell all your heaven, follow me. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. See, God is asking some of us just to lay some things down for him and follow him. That's all he's doing. He's saying, you're too busy. And oh, by the way, church, busy is not as good as you think it is. Why do you think God told us to take rest on that Sabbath day? He said, we've got to rest. We need to rest. See, we are made church in the image and likeness of God. And notice God, he took that day and he rested. We need it. We need it. Many folk they're checking out here too early. Yeah. Why? Because they're so busy, they don't have God in their mind, in their hearts, or anywhere, and the business of life is stressing them out. It ain't the people, it ain't the job, it's the things that you allow to command and control your life. Don't you know that you're the head? Don't you know you have authority? Don't you know you have dominion over everything? Why would God allow you to have that over everything and not over your own life? The only thing above us is God. Therefore, we have to stop being too busy for God. When we stop being too busy, we'll realize that Christ has to be one, and two, follow him We've got to be ready to follow him. And three, we've got to count the cost of following the Lord. Have you counted the cost? Have you realized you've got to put some things down? All y'all who cuss, I need y'all to stop cussing. All y'all who are just getting drunk, you need to stop getting drunk. All you who are sleeping around, you need to stop sleeping around. All you who got sin just raining, you need to stop. But preacher, I right. Now it's time for you to try Jesus. We get busy so we don't think about our troubles. I've seen folk where, brother preacher, I used to drink, and now I just kind of keep myself busy because if, if I don't say busy, I'm going to do it again. You, you, y'all, y'all said it. We've got to take this thing to God in prayer. And when we take it to God in prayer, we've got to leave that God is not too busy. See, some of us amen, ignorantly follow folk who are not in the word. They're in the world, and they say, oh, God don't need to do that little thing. You can do that yourself. There's nothing, the word that there's nothing too hard for God, nothing too big for God. There's nothing too small for God. It's time for us to take it to God and then follow God. Amen. Stop. Being too busy for God. Amen. If God allows something to come your way to be done, trust me, He's already made a way for you to do it. Yeah. See, God tells us, church, that His ways are not always, His thoughts are not our thoughts. I mean, the path that God has carved out for you, you just got to follow by faith. But we get so into the routine. They got this big old ship stuck out there in the Suez Canal right now. Y'all heard about it. Big old ship just blocking the whole channel up. And it's stuck. They're trying to get it out. And there's another way to get where they're going, but they don't want to do that. Because they're going to lose time going around. Because they're too busy to take an extra week to go around. Stop. Stop. Being so busy. God has a way carved out. Every now and then, I make this point. Every now and then, God put obstacles in your way so you can't be as busy as you are, but you keep going back, trying and trying and trying to do it the same way. God is saying, no, here's the way I want you to operate. You need to follow me. I know you've been doing like this 40, 50, 60, 70, but now you need to go this way. Suez Canal is not the only way to get to America from China. It's not but there's only one way, church, to get into heaven, there's only one way to get into the kingdom. Notice, amen. He said, amen, amen. In, in, in Matthew chapter 5, uh, verse number 11, he said, bless you when all men shall revile and persecute and shall. Say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice say, and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. They bless are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake for theirs in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. He's saying to us, amen, you're going to go through. but you got to do it God's way. And because you go through, because you clear a plate, because you go God's way, God has a blessing laid up for you. Many folk, and I'm done, they're they're working themselves to the bone, Deke, because they're trying to make a better way, trying to make a better life. They're trying to be better than mom and dad. They're trying to have more money than the should. They're trying to do these things. But don't realize, amen, they just stop being so busy and chasing that stuff, amen. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his rights, and all of these things shall be added unto you. If you seek God and make him first, God will make a way for you. But if not, amen, when you read over, hey, God, I want y'all to go home and read that, amen, you'll find him doing all of these things. And the more they work, the less they got. The more they worked, amen, the more money they got in their pocket, pockets bold, but they reached out to get something, nothing was in them because there was holes in their pocket. Because they're not considered their way, they have become too busy for God. They were doing what they wanted to do. Yeah. Read it for yourself. We have got to have God as number one. If your plate is busy with stuff, and check yourself and you don't see God in the midst of it. What do you do? I know you I ain't asking somebody to quit a job. I ain't asking to do all damn what I'm asking to do. I don't know what's going on with you. What I'm telling you to do is you take and you inject God right smack in the middle of it. Yeah. And what God will do for you, He will move some stuff out of the way. Yeah. Focus up calling, there's obtention. Oh, she's doing that God thing now. Yeah. Every time I talk to her, she I almost mean, she wanna pray for me. She need to pray for herself. this stuff out of the way yeah. he think he's do good to come and have a drink with me right now yeah. he remember when we did this yes I do remember when we did this. but I know I'm a changed man I know I'm not what I used to be I know that God has become it. Yeah. Yeah. put God in the middle of whatever you got remember the boys sing that song about sweep around your own front door Don't sweep around your door. Let God do it for you. See, God says, amen, when he come in, he will not dwell in any unclean thing. When God come in, amen, when you start trusting God and stop being too busy for God, God will come in and he will move mess out of your way. He will clean it up for you. And once God clean it up, anybody ever clean your house? Y'all clean your house up every now and then. And your kids come out and mess them up. Are we supposed to a husband come out and mess it up that don't feel good. Do it yeah. like it ain't appreciate it. So just think how God feel when God moves all this stuff out of our way mm-hmm. and we go out of our way to put it back in because we just got to be busy so we can feel successful. We've got to feel busy so we can feel like we're in there. God didn't please that church. Once again he tells us to consider our ways consideration for me may be different from consideration for you and you and you and you but it's applicable and is relevant to all of us and again we must not become or remain too busy for god because one of these days church we're going to lay our head down we're going to press a dying pillow. We're going to give up the ghost. And we're going to see God face to face. And when we do, we want to hear God say, well done. Not him say, you was too busy for me. So guess what? I ain't got time for you now. You ever had somebody like that in your life? They're too busy for you. They call you when they need something. Don't let that be your relationship with God. Let us not be too busy for God, church. Let us get the business of life out of the way and make ourselves ready. And the only thing you have to say, Lord, I would like you to prepare me to be a living sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. And guess what he'll do? He will do that just that for you. He will clean you up. Amen. And when he does, you can place Christ or let Christ be where he's supposed to be at first in your life i mean let us bow oh father and great god even now we stand before you god telling you thank you for your word god we realize that the world has demanded that we be so busy and we've been caught up oh god but we realize oh lord god the air of our way we've considered ourselves god and we ask god that you god would clean our plate Allow your son, allow your spirit, allow you, God, to be the center of our life, the center of our joy, the center of our conversational God. And allow us, O oh Lord God, to follow you as this man said he would, O oh Lord God. But allow us to follow you, God, without excuse, without any hesitation. God, we've considered the cost of following you. And we ask, God, even now, you would equip us and prepare us, O Lord God, that we can follow you, O Lord God, that we can be about your business, God, regardless of what may come our way, Father God. And even now, God, we're asking that you would allow your son, Jesus Christ, to take center stage in our life, God. We tell you, thank you, Lord God. And Lord God, we ask even now that you would please forgive us for us not allowing you to be first in our life. Forgive us, God, for being too busy to commit our very ways to you, God. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give God some praise to <laughs> the <this morning>, church. <laughs> Amen. It does not benefit us to put everything down and just read God's word. Now follow me. It does not benefit us to follow Christ, come to church, if we've not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, there's no benefit. There's many people who would don the doors of not just this church. But every church is open in the name of Christ and they've not committed their life to the Lord. They stop being busy in the streets. They stopped being busy on the job. But then they came to church and they got busy sis. this. they got busy. But it wasn't busy for the Lord. It was busy for self. It was busy for the preacher. It was busy for the mothers. It was busy so the people would say that is a child of God. Look what they're doing for the kingdom. Their work's going to stand. But in that last day, if you've moved, From outside of Christ, if you come into the church, but you're not giving your heart to Christ, I'm telling you, it's all in vain for you. Your work, I don't care who I am. If I plant an orange seed, it's going to grow if I cultivate it. But on the other hand, I may not be a farmer, so I can't go down and get any benefits of being a farmer because I'm not one. So you can plant seeds, you can spread the word, you can do the work, you can do all of this stuff. But if you don't belong to God, When it's time for that reward, amen, you cannot get reward of that sore because that's not you. You're not in the plan. You've got to have Jesus Christ in your heart. You've got to accept him as Lord and Savior. Business doesn't get it into heaven. You may as well keep doing what you're doing on the outside. I said it. I mean it. The word validates it. It does you no good to come and sing and shout and preach and do everything else. And your heart is right with God. I'm not saying you got it all in. I'm saying you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. God, I put my hands to the plow. I'm not looking. I believe that Jesus Christ came from heaven. He died for me. I believe, God, you raised him up from the dead. I believe, I believe one day he's coming back. For That church, that building, that person who have given their life over there without spot or wrinkle, without spot up. What do you mean, without spot? But the preacher said we've all sinned. But God, through the time Jesus Christ, allowed the blood to cover you and keep you. That's what I'm talking about. Business doesn't get you that church. But don't the word say in that day we're going to give an account for every deed done in our body, good or Yes, sir. That's the word. But God is looking at your heart. Did you accept my son Jesus Christ? You can take a test, church, and get 99 questions right and miss one question and still fail. They're weighted. They're weighted. With God, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, all that you do is absolutely in vain. And let's clear the record, amen. Don't you sit back and say, I'm not right, so I'm not going to come and do for God until I get right. If you know Jesus, it's time for you to work for Jesus. Ain't no excuse. That's the devil telling you, amen, you don't need to be in the mix. Amen. The devil saying you don't have the word. God, No, I don't need to do nothing. Yes, you do. When we give our life to God, God has a work and a calling for us. It may be sweeping the carpet. It may be painting. It may be preaching. It may be teaching. But God has something for you to do. You may be the one that God just have going to your job every day and you're working, amen, and you're just praying and interceding, amen, all to yourself and folks just coming, amen. They see your light and they go down and ask somebody else about it and they Get right because they saw you living right for God? That's what it is. But you're being busy in church does not save you. You've got to give your heart over to Christ. So this morning, I ask you if you've not given your heart to Christ, that you come and give your heart, your mind, your body to Christ. He said, If you come, I will in no wise cast you out. If you come, I will receive you. Amen.